0: So tonight is Daf Chaf Beis. We start at the bottom of Chafalif Amid Beis, uh, four lines up where the two dots are. So we said in the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah Cholam Shalmeid and Rosh Chodesh Cholam Shalmeid. four people are called up for Aliyah. By Ola by, by Rav Rava. Yes, Rava. He says Parshas Rosh Chodesh Ketzat karenusha. So the Parshas Rosh Chodesh, today was Rosh Chodesh. So if you paid attention by Kayin and Levi, you realized that the Levi goes back one pasuk. But the Gemara here doesn't know that yet. So The Gemara here is going to ask that we have certain rules that, uh, that aliyahs have to go a certain number of psukim, as well as the fact that you can't stop within three psukim of the start or the end of a parsha. And so the Gemara is going to have a problem. How do you divide up the parsha of, of, of Rosh Chodesh? So, that's what we laid. The first parsha there has eight psukim. How do you split it up between the first? Three alias. If we have two people read three psukim, then we're only going to leave over two, right? Because three plus three is six, and then there's two more, that's eight. And you can't stop less than three psukim from the end of a parsha. Why? Because people are going to come in, um, um, people, are going to, people are going to leave early, and they're going to think that the next aliyah only lanes two more psukim, which is wrong. If we let the first two people lane four each, that's going to take up the whole parsha. But then parsha shiva, the remaining psukim of the next parsha, which starts of Yom hashabbos, and then the parsha after that, which starts of rashi chachchem, that's a total of seven remaining. Seven for two people. The problem is of Yom hashabbos havyan trei of rashi havyan chamisha heichinavet. How do you split that up? Nekre Trey, mehav echad If we're going to have one guy read two, and then the next guy read um, five, but then the problem is, I'm sorry. If the first guy is going to read V'yam and then he's going to go into the next Parsha and read two Psukim, then the next guy is going to be five, but that's a problem. You can't do less than three, parasha, three Psukim in the, in, in the next Parsha. So, so let him read two from V'yam HaShabbas. Let him read three from the next one, but that's a problem because there's only five Psukim in the last Parsha, and so if he's going to go three in, that's going to leave two for the last aliyah, and you can't have less than less than three for an aliyah. So Amar Rava said, Zulashmati. I never heard the halacha Bereshchoidesh. Makes you wonder what they were doing right during Bereshchoidesh because they were they were celebrating Bereshchoidesh every month. What, what were they laning? But okay, he says, "Zulay I don't know what the halacha is regarding laying Bereshchoidesh. but I heard something similar. The tran, we learned in a Mishnah. This is back in Tinus, regarding the mamados. The So in every town they would lay the parsha that has to do with that day of creation. So, They would lay in the first parsha of Barashas, which has five Pesukim, and then they would lay in the Hi-Rakiyah. That the first Aliyah, which is Barashas, is read by two people, and then the Hirakiya is read by three people. Now, but we ask, I I understand that he rakiya that parsha should be read by one person. The because that has three psukim in it. But How do you divide up the parsha of bereishis, which has five psukim in it, between two people? Vitani, we learned in a An aliyah cannot have less than three psukim. So, how do you divide up five psukim between two people? Allah. Uh, we learned on it. Rava, says, you go back. So, meaning the first Aliyah lanes Aleph, Beis, Gimel. The next Aliyah lanes, goes back and lanes Gimel, and then Dalin and Hay. And by the way, that's exactly what we do on Rosh Chodesh. If you paid attention, the third pasuk, which begins, via lehem zeho Yisheh, that's laned again, repeated by the levy. So Shmuel Amar, Shmuel says, Paisik. you actually take the third Pasuk and you split it in half, you stop halfway through, and then the next Aaliyah starts halfway through that third Pasuk. Why does Rav say you go back and not that you split it? Because he holds that any Pasuk that Moshe didn't split, you're not allowed to just divide up on your own. So the Gemara says, the Shmuel say that you could divide up a If was an expert in, in psukim he said, I took a lot of effort with Reb Chanina that I wanted to divide up sukkim to make things easier. And he wouldn't let me accept to teach it to the to the children in school. However, because that's the only way that they could learn. They couldn't master a pasuk, a full pasuk at a time, so therefore I had to divide up some sukkim for them. Now, so how could Shmuel say that you divided up? If you see here that the only had to, to divide up was for school children. Tzigmund says, "Awesome time of my. What was the reason my school children be divided up? It was impossible to teach them any other way. Oh, it's impossible. Here too, by the Ma'amadays, it's also impossible. You have five sukkim. You need two people to lay in it. It's impossible to divide it up without dividing in the middle of a pasuk. And so therefore, it's mutter." Why does Shmuel not say go back like Rav? Because we're worried that people who either come in late and leave early are going to think that we either lamed the last Aliyah was less than two psukim or the next Aliyah is going to be less than <coughs> two psukim and they're going to make a mistake. They asked the Kasha from Abras. It says, parsha If you have a parsha that has a paragraph with six psukim in it, you read, you read, it's read by two people, but if it only has five psukim in it, it's read by one person, the first guy reads three, and then, The next guy, lanes uh, the rest of uh, uh, um, this, so the two remaining one, and then he reads one from the following paragraph. And that's how he gets his three. Some He has to read actually three from the next paragraph. You can't uh, have less than three psukim in the next parsha. So the Gemara says, Now if... We should do what Rav and Shemul say, Why do we have to go on to the next, right? This is talking about on a regular Monday and Thursday. If the Aliyah that you're leaning from has five Pesukim, so then the Pasha has five Pesukim, then just either do, according to the Tanakhama, one extra Pesukim from, from what comes next, and according to the Yeshayimim, do three additional Pesukim from the next Pesukim. But according to everybody, you don't split and you don't divide. Uh, I'm sorry, you don't split and you don't go back. So why do Rav and Shmuel say that? So the else some Dev Shavachi. It's different on Monday and Thursday. You know why? Monday and Thursday, you're landing from a Parsha. Let's say it's Parsha's Vayera. So, to read another three Psukim, you're still dealing with Parsha's Vayera. Okay. So, you finish with Avram with the Malachim, and now you are Avram with Stone. However far you get, it's still the Parsha of the week. However... On Rosh Chodesh, if you're going to continue after Rosh and now all of a sudden next is you're reading about the Karban Pesach, that has nothing to do with Rosh So for us to come up with a solution that pushes us up to the next parasha has nothing to do with the Kriya that we're doing, and so therefore it's not the correct way to do it. I'm talking about Ben Levi, the Allah is like the which means that you don't do one pasuk into the next paragraph, but you do three pasukim into the next paragraph. Now here's where it gets interesting. I'm talking about Ben Levi, so let's say like you can't start a parasha with less than three psukum. You also can't end off a parasha with three psukum. Now, the problem is that first he said that Allah is like the issue I'm going to say that you can't end off a parasha with less than three psukum you also have to start the next parsha with three pesukim. Now, now the problem is that Tanakama himself agrees that you can't end off a parsha with less than three pesukim. He just says you could start a parsha and only go one pesuk into the next parsha. So if the Tanakama, who's more makel, agrees that you can't end a parsha with less than three pesukim. Then certainly the Yeshayimim agrees it. So why does he have to say both? If he says the halakhs like the Yishayimim, obviously, and the Yeshayimim say you have to go three pesukim into the next parsha, then certainly you can't end. A parsha that has less than three psukim. So that's the most kasha. Psita is obvious. Hashta to the ka tanaka machmi to start a new paragraph where the tanakam is makel. And he says you only need to do one from the next parsha. And the eeshimim and machmir they say you need to do three. So then she or remaining, in other words, stopping less than three psukim in a in a in a um, in a um, parsha. The machmir tanakama like the machmir, yeshim, where the tanakama is more machmir, certainly the eeshim is more machmir. So why does he have to say both uh a says, No, because you might have said that you know what, you don't actually you actually can end with less than three before a parsha ends. Why? Because people coming in late is more common, and therefore you, we, we should say that you shouldn't start a paragraph and read less than three psukim but the problem of ending is that you worry that people are going to leave and think that, oh, there's only two psukim left in the, in the, in the parsha. oh, who, uh, I'm leaving early and uh, they're probably going to only leave two more psukim People, it's, it's uncommon for people to walk out in the middle of an open, safe Torah. So, therefore, Rabbi Levi says, no, even so, even though it might be uncommon for people to leave in the middle of laning, nevertheless, you have to be choshish for that, and you can't stop less than three psukkim <coughs> for the end of the parsha. Tanakama the Why does Tanakama say that leaving is different, that it's not mutter, but Mishum Yoitzin? Because of people who leave in the middle. In other words, he says you, you can't end uh, less than three psukkim in, into a paragraph. Because uh, people might leave. He says, "Yeah, but when people are coming in, also we should be worried that they might assume that if we that that, that uh, Leah before read less than three pesukim, why don't we have the same concern uh, for people that enter late?" "I'm says, shali." Now, if a guy enters the middle. He's going to ask, "Oh, what did they lane? What did they lane before I came?" And so he's going to find out that no, don't worry, they laned. You, 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 you just came in and they finished one pa- pasuk from this parsha. You should know they already lained a couple of sukkim from the last parsha. So therefore, he's not concerned. So Raba Rav's son sent Rabi Yosef. So son sent Yosef. What's the regarding my mothers? Divining it. Halach is like and we go back. And it's the middle guy who goes back, meaning the second guy. <laughs> Any day with us, most of he boils. Tiny zebra become. How many people lay on a tiny zebra? How many Elias? Reshchaydesh shemayid deikav kav. Most of our body, we say that on <speaking in> reshchaydesh <Hebrew> shemchalamayid. When there's a mosaf, that's why four people lay on a valhak. The leka kav most of light. But on a tiny zebra with there's no mosaf, only three people get Elias. I dama hachanami ikam of tefila. Here there's an extra tfila. What is it? Anenu. So since there's an extra tfila, maybe you have an extra Elias too. Tashma <speaking> brashichadash bchalosh shemayid karen abo habetaina zebra gimel. That you have the Mishnah. The Mishnah says clearly on Mashhadisha Chalamait, you lane four, which is Mashmah, and Tainus Zebra, you lane three. However, a if you look at the Risha, Risha says, Besheri le Chabishi Mecha, Gimel. Then on Mondays, Thursdays, and Shabbos for Mecha, only three people lane. That's Mashmah. Ha Tainus, Atzibar the Taines Zebra, four people lane, Elameha, Lekalamashma, you So you have conflicting the Yukim in the Mishnah, so therefore you can't imply anything. Kumar says, Tashmah, will bring you a different Raya. The Ravikul Abbavel batainus Zebra. Rav happened to be in Bavel on Taines Zebra. Kamkar He went and he ran, and he leaned from the Torah. When he started, he made a bracha, but when he finished, he didn't make a bracha. Now, also during that same tefillah, when the entire congregation fell on their faces, to say tachre and Rav didn't fall on his face. Now, Gemara says like this: Rabbi Yisrael Kaver. Rav was Yisrael. He wasn't a Levi or Kayin, so he must have gotten shlishi. My time of chasam Why did he not make a bracha when he finished? Let me show the you know why he didn't make a brach when he finished? Because there was a fourth aliyah. What do you see? That there were four aliyahs on a Titus Tiber. Where it says, Loy, Rav, k'ara. Rav actually got the aliyah for Kayin. Because Rav, because he was more chashev than any Kayin, so therefore he got the aliyah for Kayin, even though he wasn't a Kayin. It's understandable that Rav Huna read Kayin. The, the got the first ali, even though he wasn't a kain, the hafila, ravami ravasi, the chanae, chanshivadayarab yisrael. Because even ravami ravasi, who were the preeminent kaihanim <speaking> in Eretz <Hebrew> Yisrael, they bowed to rav Huna, they they accepted that rav Huna was greater than them. But ella rav, ho yikashmo, the chana, hava, with the chara It only works if there's no kain that exists that's greater than you. But if there is a kain that exists that's greater than you, then even though you're a great tamachachim, you can't get kain. So rav, there was shmo, shmo, first of all, was a kain, and second of all, he was living in Bavel, and he was greater than Rav. It says, No, really, Shmuel was not greater than Rav. For Rav covered, Rav just voluntarily gave Shmuel covered, but when did he give him covered? Only when Shmuel was around. When Shmuel wasn't around, he didn't give him covered. Therefore, since Rav was really greater than Shmuel, Rav was given the first Aliyah, it also makes sense to Rav Chane Kara that Rav read Kaindi Sakadat Kara because if you think he actually got Shlishi, though for now, my time of We said that Rav, when he got the bubble, he made the bracha before, but not after. Obviously, why? when do you make the bracha before? Only when you're the first Aliyah. So what do you see? Rav got the first Aliyah. So you have no Raya that there were four Aliyahs, so it could be there were three. I, Rav, was Yisrael. Yeah, but he got k'ayin, so we don't know how many Aliyahs there were. Laachat Takano. So, Gemara says, yeah, but maybe it was after the Takana when everyone made a bracha before. But the Gemara says, but after the Takana, everyone also made a bracha after. Gemara says, no, shiny hecha, The of Rav Demaili Aile. It's different where Rav is present because people come late. (laughs) People might come late. And so, therefore. He had to make a bracha before because of people that might come late. And therefore, uh, maybe that's why he had to make a bracha before, but really there was a fourth aliyah after him. He says, no, leina, uh, but people wouldn't leave early because out of respect for Rav. So it's possible people would come late. They didn't know Rav was getting the aliyah, but no one walked out while Rav got an aliyah. And therefore, it could be that really there was a fourth aliyah. We don't know, but maybe Rav got Shlishi. Why did he make a bracha before? Because of people coming late. Why didn't he make a bracha after? Because no one walked out in the middle. Toshma, bring your raya. Zahl, koshi yesh by bitumalachlum. This is the rule. Anytime where you're there's a loss of work by keeping people late in shul, going tiny zebra with tishab like tiny zebra and tishabhab, current gimel, you only give three aliyas. Shame by bit almalachlium. But when there's no bitumalach, and rush dash machaloshamaud, like rush khaich where women don't work, khalo shamud, where you're not supposed to work unless it's a dover of it, current dollar. Then you have four people late. So what do you see? Shma'i no, only three people get an aliyah on a tain-seb. But then we learn in our Mishnah. That zayaklaklak yoyim sheyesh by musaf ainu yamtav karen abo. That any day with his musaf, but not yamtav, four people read. Lasu yamai. What is that zayaklaklak coming to add? Lav lasu yatan and tishbav. Is not including that tana and tishbav where you add anenu that you also have four aliyes? The mar says according to Rav Ashi, who is the sheet in our mishnah. Neither one. The tanya we learned in the brayse. If tishbav falls on Monday or Thursday, karen gimel and echad. Three aliyes and one maftir. If it falls on a tuesday of revion on a wednesday kari akhram after akhad one aliyah and one maftir abiyis i amel alam current give them after akhad you always have three aleyas and you give one maftir so that's how the comment abiyis both agree that only three people get aleya santishav all Ravashi. We said that four people. So again, but then if we're rejecting Rav then what do we do with the Zah That says, if the Zah was supposed to add Rosh Chayadish, the Gemara says, no, it's coming to include Rosh HaKlal. The Gemara says, it can't because you can't include things that were specifically mentioned. The Rosh HaKlal and Chalal are specifically mentioned by the Mishnah that they are days when you call four people up. So what's that adding? The Gemara says, no, it's not adding anything. It was giving you an mnemonic to remember that these are the four. These are the days when four people read. Because the late Hamer Yamtav and Cholamay get Adinin. Because you might confuse Yamtav and Cholamay to say that just like on Yamtav five people get Aliyahs. So to on Cholamay five people get Aliyahs. So we gave you Zeh Haklal to have a rule to remember it. Ela Nokin Iklal Biadech called the Tafle Milsamei Chavri Tafle Gavri Yaseira. Any day that has something additional, then another, then a, a day, uh, another day gets an extra Aliyah. Hilkach, birish chaydishimayet, armish ah, chaydish chalamayet, ikkacharba masaf, with his a ime- masaf karin abar. You add an extra aliyah, fourth one. Beyamtif, asabasiyas malach, anyantif, when you can't do work, chamishi, you get a fifth aliyah. Beyam to the anish kareis, anyam kipper when uh, doing malach is, is punished by kareis, so you get shishi, you get a sixth aliyah. Shabbos, which is even more chash of dika, skila, with his an isser skila, then shiva, you get a seventh aliyah. gufo the Gemara says, ravel ikkal abo betainit seber, kam karabisafra. He got up and read the aliyah. Pasach bark, when he started, he made a bracha. When he finished, he didn't make a bracha. Everyone else fell on their faces to say Tachron. Rav did not. Now the Gemara wants to deal with the second aspect of the story. My time at Raval and Why did Rav not fall on his face to say Tachron? Gemara says, you know why? Because Brits Bashallah was a stone floor. You're not allowed to have a stone covering in Yisrael, to bow down upon it. The only place where you're allowed to bow down on stones is in the base of Midrash, nowhere else. The Torah only asks for the floor of stones. So Yahchi, the Gemara says, so if Rav wouldn't bow down on the floor because there were stones, Yahchi, my hair, Yahraf, why only Rav? I feel cool and the whole Seber should not have bowed down on stones. Gemara says no. Kami the Rav the stone floor was only where Rav was standing, not where the rest of the Tzibur was. Gamara, fine. So velazel agabit let him walk to where the Tzibur is and let him do on the anafilasapayim there. Gemara says no. If he would walk past the Tzibur, everyone would have to stand up for him. He didn't want to be much Gemara says, for you buy Sam, I'll give you another teretz. Unlike everyone else, Rav used to stretch out completely his hands and his arms and legs on the floor when he said pishia it's not a problem if you bow down by putting your head on the ground like we do on Yom Kippur. The problem is when you spread out your whole body and you put your hands and feet all on the floor, that's a problem. And that's why, that's how Rav used to do Tachnan unlike the rest of the tibur. But it could be the whole floor was full of Stone. So just bow down like everyone else. Why are you stretching out your arms and legs? Let me shine him in huggy. Rav didn't want to change the regular way that he did tachanun. you say, "I'll give you another teretz," someone is different. Like Rebbe Lezer said, "Adam A person is not allowed to bow down on his face to say tachanun unless he's confident that he's going to be answered. We learn it out from Yeshua Benon that Hashem said to Yeshua, "Get up." And what do you see? That uh, um, after Klai Yisrael was 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 kid was uh, defeated at I Yeshua bowed down, but Hashem told him to stand up. We see that Yeshua should not have bowed down because it wasn't certain that he would be answered. The term kida means you bow down on your face. Kriya. What's kriya? Zalberkayim means on the knees. Vehinowaimem kneeling on the knees. What does it mean? means completely. Stretching out your body and your hands and feet, arms and legs on the ground. Should I and your mother and your brothers come and bow down to you on the ground? Levi used to do kidah, which means your nose <coughs> touches the ground, but not your body, and you lower yourself but with your thumbs. So it was very uh, hard to do, and it was a big strain on the back. Levi practiced Durabi in front of Rabbi Ve'itla, and he got uh, he got uh, uh, lame, he became lame. So the Gemara says, HaGarmalei is that what caused him to become lame. No one should ever complain towards Shemayim. Someone once complained towards Shemayim, and he was punished for it. Um, who was that Levi? In other words, Levi became lame because he complained to Hashem that Hashem wasn't taking care of Klai Yisrael by giving them rain. So Gemara says, Yehovah hargamalei. The reason why he was punished is because he complained Takahashi about rain. How did it come about that he was punished that he became lame? The fact that he was practicing kida and he got injured, but it's both reasons contributed to the fact that he got lame.